Greetings, greetings, beloved. This is Bush Mama recording live on Anchor on this beautiful sunny day. I've come here because I've just realized that I've made <laughs> the most potent coconut vodka ever. Like, I didn't think it would convert into such high volume in alcohol, but I took it for granted and I took like half of a glass and my head just feels amazing. I don't feel tipsy, I don't feel drunk, I feel focused. And that's the difference between culturing natural alcohol and a processed chemical alcohol, big difference. But I'm amazed at at the at the the how instant the effect was. But anyway, I didn't come to talk about that. But I just thought I'd share that with you. I came to really talk about. Um, I think the 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 cocoa vodka has given me the courage. Has said to me, look, you need to share this. And what I want to share is love. Is something that. Many of us do not understand the true meaning of. Love is something that every single living being can relate to, to some lesser or greater degree. But the love that I want to talk about today is not the love that we have been programmed to believe is love. No. I don't want to talk about that love because that love has given the real love a really bad name. I want to talk about the real love, the love that people die for, the love that people don't want to live without, the love that people share openly, freely, the love that is unconditional no matter what, literally no matter what. That love I want to address today. Now... I learned about love the hardest way possible. Like, do you know, if you come in from a Caribbean or especially a Jamaican background, when your parents tell you your ears is too hard, they're basically telling you you don't listen. Okay? Like you're a rebellious one. You don't listen. You're hard of hearing. And... My mum used to say, those that are hard of ear and forget lick. Because it's when you get lick, you start to hear. The love that I'm talking about today is a universal love. It has no colour. It has no culture. It has no religion. It has no creed. It has no class. It's not even in a category. It just is. This love is the highest frequency on this planet. This love is what connects everything, all things, as one thing. I would like to look at this love 
in comparison to the gifts that Mama Nature has given to us. And I'm going to explain that. Think about a tree that is planted. When that tree goes, it shall bear fruit. When that tree bears fruit, as long as that tree has been kept, I mean, most trees are self-sufficient. They can just, you know, they don't need water in. You know, they, 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 they can grow by themselves. But they give us free gifts unconditionally. We don't have to pay for them. You could piss on the tree and the tree will still give you gifts. You see? And it's, uncondi- it's, it's, un- it's unlimited, which to me, it's like unconditional. No matter if you piss on the tree or chop the tree or swing off the branches or just disrespect the tree, the tree is still going to give you fruits for free. No charge. Now, this unconditional love, I'd like to compare it to parents' love. But not all parents really know unconditional love. But it's almost like we could get away, well, some of us could get away with almost anything with our parents. They'd be vexed, they'd cuss, they'd probably bust your ass. But at the same time, they're still going to iron your clothes, and they're still going to clean your clothes, and they're still going to, basically, they're still going to be dutiful. It's still going to give you pocket money. To me, that was like, okay, you bust my ass yesterday, but today you're making my food and you're giving me pocket money. To me, that was how I saw unconditional love. No matter what, my mum would always be there for me. She'd be vexed, but she would always be there to make sure that my basic needs were met. Now, regardless. Now, to me, that is a display or a manifestation of unconditional love. Now, as I got older, I realised that unconditional love and being dutiful are kind of like similar. Like, for example, you may not even like someone, but because you're dutiful, you will provide for that someone. Now, that someone could deem your duty to them even though they're treating you like shit as you loving them uh okay that's one trail of thought now this unconditional love it has limits oh that's kind of paradox right there an unconditional love that is limited? Mm. Okay, how do you wear that out? All right. So, for example, living your life with unconditional love does not make you stupid. Okay? That's one thing that I have realized and I accept that because I love unconditionally, you're not going to take my weakness or my kindness, sorry, for weakness. No way. So, It means that I have boundaries. I've now set a limit to how much your pain body or your projection can have an effect on me. It means I'm going to limit the time spent in your presence. 
It also means that I'm going to love you from a distance. That's the unconditional love that has now set limits, boundaries. Doesn't mean I've stopped loving you. It just means that because you're in your pain body or because that you have so much expression of projection... You're not in a mental and emotional healthy state. And come on, if you know somebody is sick, unless it's your mum or your children, you're not going to want to go and contaminate yourself unnecessarily. You're going to want to stay away until that person recovers. You don't want to put yourself at risk. So I'm saying this to say... Enough is enough, all right? I'm talking to anybody out there that is taking anybody out there for granted in any kind of way. If somebody in your life is continuously being loving and caring and nurturing and sharing time, energy with you, it's not because they have to, you know. They don't have to spend time with you. They're spending time with you because they want to. It's actually a privilege. It's an honor when somebody genuinely wants to spend time in your presence. What does that say about you then? But what about if you're not being nice? The same goes into effect. Nobody wants to be around anyone who doesn't have nice vibrations. We stay away from people like that because they're infectious. Whatever they're going through, whatever emotional or mental sickness that they're going through, there's a possibility through transference of spirits or transference of energy, especially if you're an open person that walks and lives life with your guards down. Why not? Who shall you fear? Why walk around closed up and guarded? Not me, unless I have to. So that means that every time I wake up and I live in my space and I live in my being, I'm open, I'm an open book until there's a need to close down. And I can close down real fast to protect myself. But daily and generally, my, my, my mind is open, my heart is open, my chakras are spinning openly. I protect myself daily. There's only so far you can come anyway. But what about those who are closer than close? Like family members, okay? Children, partners. What about those that are so close, it's too close and uncomfortable? Because they're the ones, the close ones are the ones that can have these kind of effects on us because of the close proximity of them, you see? I know when I'm away from my family and I can't see or hear what's, what their life is unfolding into, I, I, I'm, I'm blind, I'm deaf, I, I, I'm unconscious, I don't know anything, you see? And sometimes it's better that way. Just to live your lives and be happy. And if the need comes where you are needed, then 
by all means, pick up the phone because the love is still there. There are some people, and I'm talking about family members, I'm talking about children. We give birth to children. But some of our children, they vibrate on a completely different frequency. And that too is okay. Sometimes it takes time for us to find ourselves. We have to go through a whole bunch of challenges and realization to realize that, you know what? You cannot live life like that. You cannot. If you feel bad for being bad, then you need to stop being bad in order to stop feeling bad. You check? Consciousness is saying what you are doing is not right for you, hence why you feel bad. You shouldn't feel bad if you're doing good. You're only going to feel bad if you're feeling bad about something that you've done that you think is bad. But you know what? A lot of people are happy to live with that bad feeling just so they don't have to confront their own shit. They don't want to confront their own darkness, their own flaws. They don't want to have to say, I am sorry. And guess what? Maturity and consciousness still loves this mind state from a distance because that mind state is unhealthy that way of living is unhealthy for the person who's living it and for whoever has to be around that person while they're living it it is poisonous it is contamination and that's why as parents, as friends, as partners. We have to have limits on our unconditional love because the ones that are closest to us, they're sick and they're just contaminating the place and the people close to them. So for your own safety, you keep your distance, you self-isolate, you love from a distance until... That person has dealt with their emotional and mental sickness. Sometimes spiritual sickness too. Manifesting on those levels. So this is why I came here today. Just to make us all realize, as I'm having this realization within this moment, I'm setting boundaries. Okay? You're not going to vomit, project, and, 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 and point and blame Because people do that. When people are in their pain body, they have so many ways to project. You would never even know if you don't know yourself. And that's why it's important to know thyself, to love without attachments. So when these people are going through their pain bodies and they're vomiting in their mental and and, and emotional sickness, it doesn't harm you. You just observe. And you just send them love. Because we all got to go through our own shit. That's how we grow. That's how we learn. That's how we realize. That's how we move on. All right? But if you're living in a state of denial, trying to be bad, wrong, and strong, hey, yo, (laughs) you're always going to be a baby. Hmm? You're always going to be immature 
in an adult grown ass body. You'll get to 50 by age and even by the way you look, but your mental state will be so stagnant. Why? Because you lived most of your life in a state of denial. You never faced your challenges. So how the hell did you expect to grow beyond them if you did not face them? Life isn't like that. You have to face your own reality. You have to face your own darkness. You have to grow out of them or you will stay in them while you grow. That's why you get meet a lot of people, right? You meet a lot of people, I do, like they're of age. When I say of age, I see them as elders now. I've got three, four children, you know, moving into the late 50s, 60s. You're, 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 you're of age, and when, you, when I listen to their mind, I'm like, whoa. And this is no judgment. This is pure observation. Their mind has not expanded from a certain part of their life. They haven't learned new things. They can't hold certain conversations about metaphysics or physics or quantum physics or how to formulate certain herbs or how to cook certain dishes. Like, they only know what they know. And to me, that's a waste of mind, literally. Just to know what you know and not know anything more when there's so much to know. Wow. But anyway, I choose to know more because I know there's more to know. And that's why I continuously read every day. I continuously make sure that my mind has become like big data. You know what I mean? My mind, I even said, my God, I've got so much data inside of me. Because I, I contain a lot. I, I input a lot. So therefore, when I'm holding a conversation, the output is strong. And sure, I can back up a lot of the things that I say because I research upon research upon research until something inside of me says, mm, this is true for me. For me, not for you, for me. But going back to this love unconditional thing is don't let anybody, I don't care who it is, whether it be your lover, your mother, your sister or your friend or your brother or your children. Yes, love, true love is unconditional regardless. It is really unconditional. It doesn't go on and off. And if you've met a love or you've been loved by someone that loves you today and don't love you no more, it was never love because true love doesn't operate like that. True love is real consciousness, you know. That's why when people love you unconditionally, regardless, you can really do them away, but they're still going to love you, meaning that if you ever needed them, you know, to guide, and there's no animosity there, they're going to help you from a distance or even sacrifice and take that risk and help you form close. But trust me, they won't stick around because people that are sick emotionally and mentally, they're not stable. They're not stable. You may not ever know how unstable or unstable, sorry, how unstable they are until you get close to them. Instability is their groundation. All right? Instability is their groundation. But when you look at them and you listen to them, you would think that the groundation emotionally and mentally is strong. And that's with a lot of human beings. Hmm? The proof of the pudding 
is when you live close or you stay close to somebody and you've had a direct experience with them for a long period of time for you to know how that being operates on all levels. I love to watch. I love to observe. I love to make up my own mind by how my feelings feel within me. If I don't feel right about someone, I'm not ignoring it. No. My intuition and my feelings don't lie. They're going to tell me to look out for something. It may not be everything, but it could be just one something that could prevent me and save me and protect me. I've got to look into it. I've got to find out why don't I feel comfortable around this person or that person just said that. Why don't I feel comfortable? Yo, I need to look into that. I'm not going to ignore myself and neither should you. It's called intuition. Something isn't right. And it doesn't mean that you're right. It just means that something isn't right. I mean, you need to find out what that is. It means that you need to find out what that is. Why don't you feel right right now? Stop. Pause and find out. Because your intuition is trying to guard you, trying to warn you that something ain't right. Something ain't right and you shouldn't make excuses. Doesn't matter how much you love that person, you don't ignore your gut instincts, your intuition, that feeling, that gut feeling, the gut, the sacral, it knows that chakra is strong because it's close to the root chakra. All right? So I just want you to know that it's okay to love unconditionally and set boundaries. Sometimes we need to teach people how we want to be treated. We have to make sure that we have zero tolerance for nonsense that's going to affect us or infect us in a negative way. We have to be strong enough to say no, enough is enough go away and you stay away until you have healed yourself no more spewing out vomit and throwing around your shit go and do it with yourself man because you know what we all can do bad by ourselves you know we don't need anybody in our lives i don't care who it is we don't need anyone in our lives to make our lives bad or to make our lives negative we, we can do that by ourselves And we're not doing that. Well, I'm not doing that. I wake up happy every day. I love my life. Even even what's happening right now globally. It's not affecting me in no negative way. Why? Because I'm choosing not to allow it to. That's the power that we all have. We don't have to let nothing infect us in a negative way. When you know how to perceive... And raise your frequency. We all have that power. We all have it. We can be at the happiest moment right now if we choose and feel it too. We can invoke this frequency inside of us for it to work for us instead of it working against us. We are the controllers 
of our emotions. So if you feel bad, it's because of you. And if you feel good, it's because of you. If you're in love, it's because of you. Huh. No one can make you feel the love. The love is already inside of you. When it's in evoke, you shall feel it. It's you. So you're in control. You're in control. And you can choose to live happy in this moment. Right here, right now. So if you don't know unconditional love, I ask, I encourage you to get to know it for self. It starts with self. How you allow people to treat you is possibly how you're treating yourself underneath all of that. If you're allowing people to disrespect you, it doesn't matter who they be, your children, your lover, your mother, your sister, your, or your friend. If you're allowing people to disrespect you and then allowing them to say sorry a hundred times and not setting boundaries, then you're a fool to yourself. And they're using you as a fool as well. They're taking your kindness for weakness. Don't let nobody take you for granted. Don't let nobody take you as a fool. I'm not saying to stop giving because givers will always give regardless. I'm just saying to set boundaries, clear boundaries. It's okay to say no more. No more, man. I ain't taking this no more. Enough is enough. Otherwise, that person won't learn. If you don't set clear boundaries and stop them in their tracks, how are they going to learn that their behavior is unacceptable if you keep on accepting it? Hmm? Enough is enough, man. No more. When you start seeing people's patterns and the patterns don't change, then you have to be the one to change your pattern. Huh? When people are showing you themselves continuously over and over and over and over and years have passed and it's the same pattern over and over and over. Who has to change? Not them. You have to change because years have passed and they ain't changing. So therefore, something in you has to change. The power of love is the true healing. The power of love is a true teacher. The power of love is a true patience. So I'm going to love you from a distance. And I'm going to remember you. And I'm going to remember what you've done. And I've forgiven you, but I have to remember your pattern in order for me to stay strong with my boundaries. Because you know when you love somebody, you give them chances upon chances upon chances upon chances, and you're hoping that you're, they're going to change. So you give them chances upon chances upon, and then you think, what? wait, this person isn't changing. They, they act as though they, they, they act as though they have changed, and then they reveal themselves again. 
and they reveal themselves again and again and again and again and then you have to decide you know what that's it I, 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 I'm not putting myself through this no more this is it this is why I'm going to love you unconditionally and set limits you stay there I stay here I'm good over here and you should be good over there and feel no way about distancing yourself in order to protect yourself. When you know thyself, you know what is yours and you know what isn't. And it's as simple as that. Do not allow people to project their pain onto you. Because that's what it really is. Underneath all of that, it's all pain undealt with stuff just mucky but we have to do with our muck otherwise the muck follows us until we die and you want to die with muck uh oh I don't I want to die with a clean mind a clean heart you know my, my, my body's clean and healthy you know it's almost like how our ancestors prepared their death they prepared their death by living a righteous life when you live a righteous life, there's not much preparation that you have to do, really. Righteous in the way you think, righteous in the way that you live, righteous in the way that you eat, righteous in the way that you act. There's not much preparation that you have to do when you live a righteous life. So I'm encouraging you. To seek out a liberty of consciousness that is righteous for yourself. Because I'm good. My life is good, trust me. I did the work. And I'm still doing the work, but it's easier now. I did that nasty, mucky, oh man, dark night. In, not nights, but dark years with my dark soul. I've done the work, man. I've done the work. And if I was to tell you what my dark work consists of, you would have to ask, Bush Mama, how are you still living? I did the work. And it's not easy, but you have to be determined to be your best self, not just for yourself, but for humanity on a whole. This is righteous living. It's not just about you. You wasn't just born for yourself. You were born for us. We were born for each other, to help each other, to raise and lift and guide and love each other and have this human experience as one human race. You check? This is Bush Mama speaking to you from her heart, encouraging you to live a righteous, conscious liberty. Yes, I. Bush Mama, recording live on Anchor 55, over and out. Peace.